Ah, yes, and hello. Welcome to this, the podcast of Seldom Listen, Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you're joined by myself, Phil, my good mate, Drew, my other very good mate, Bianca. Uh, unfortunately, though, we do not have Kent here. He's actually already lining up to get the PlayStation 5. Jesus, getting too early. Anyway, on with the show. Drew, Bianca, team, are we well? We are well. Yes. Very well. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, listeners, all you out there, all you, few of you, um, on this edition of the show, the 144th edition, we have for you some um, news uh, and thoughts on the PlayStation 5 because it has dropped. It dropped just yesterday in terms of the launch. We saw the console for the first time and also saw. Um, a collection of games coming up for the game uh, for the console. Um, we then have a little bit more from Black Lives Matter in terms of things to do with the sporting side, I think, as well as just in general what what's happening from from that. Um, but yes, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Anyway, let's get to the show. On with the show. PS5. <laughs> so team. Yes, so team, the PS5. Yes, Bianca, the PS5. PS5. It's not just the first PlayStation, it's not the second, it's not the third, and it's certainly not the fourth, it's the fifth. It's also not the portable or the Vita, but you know. No, that's true, it's not the X either. So uh, here we are with the PS5. Um, So wait, even though it's the PS5, there's technically been eight iterations of the PlayStation. Don't forget the uh, Sony Ericsson Xperia Play. Yes, yes, the Xperia Play. Um, a friend of ours had that, Bianca. Lewis had that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then he very quickly got rid of it and got an iPhone instead, very interestingly. Yes. Um, it was I think my brother had it too, because my brother Look. used to um, call me, because well, this is while we were at high school, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, my, my brother used to call me and be like, I'm like, what have you done at work all day? He's like, literally nothing. I've just been playing PlayStation and no one's noticed. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, it looks like you're on your phone, so... Yeah. It's no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so here we are. We have the PlayStation 5. Um, last night, my time last night, um, there was a, uh, hour and a uh, about an hour and a half long kind of launch um, stream yeah. um, on YouTube or on PlayStation website or wherever you wanted to watch it. Uh, Facebook, perhaps, um, and basically what it did was it it ran through uh, a long list of games. It was basically nothing but either game trailer or gameplay for upcoming games for the PlayStation Five, as well as having about a thousand different kind of graphics for the PlayStation Five in terms of um, the the X circle, square, and triangle kind of logo that the PlayStation uses. Um, yeah, there's about a thousand different versions and star wipes of that kind of going on the screen between trailers. Um, scene transitions, I think we should, we should call them. Um, and yeah, and then, then at the very end of the, re- the reveal or the, the, the trailer run, um, we've got to look at the, the controller once again and then the console. And uh, now, Bianca, I don't think you watched the, the, the stream. Drew, did you watch the stream or did you just kind of catch up the highlights? I just watched the very truncated version when I woke up this morning because I was not getting up at 6am for it. <laughs> no, that's totally fair. Well, well, I can tell you I did watch it. I watched the whole thing. Um, I 
like most of the world that had been watching it, was incredibly excited when the thing opened up with bits of information about Grand Theft Auto. So we're getting some news about Grand Theft Auto, and like you automatically go like, oh my god, you know, we've been waiting so long for GTA 6 to drop, um, this is it. Is going to be awesome. You know, what are they going to do? They kind of they had a look back at in the past at like some of the earlier games and when stuff like that. When was the last Grand forward. Theft Auto? 2012 or thirteen? Yeah. It was. Yeah, I was like, it's it's been yeah. a really long while because I remember it's playing that while I still lived with my brother. So that was like ages ago. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time, and and but then so so if you remember the PlayStation. Three had GTA Five come out on it. Just at the very, very end of the cycle, GTA Three, uh, GTA Five came out on PlayStation Three um, and Xbox Three Sixty, um, and then the PS Four and the Xbox One launched. But no, but sorry, that's not the Xbox. It's not the first Xbox. It's the third Xbox, but it's called One. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Xbox ridiculous. Anyway, um, so then they decided to relaunch GTA Five. And they made it with first person and updated the graphics, that kind of thing. There was absolutely no new story, no details extra at all. Um, PlayStation, uh, G- GTA Online still exists and is the exact same game in every single way as the day it first launched. Um, it is now on PC as well. Um, so finally, we're like, oh god, here we go. We're finally going to get a look at GTA 6. Unfortunately, though, Bianca and Drew, we did not get a single bit of vision of GTA 6. Um, instead they just showed us lots of like they just kept showing us like bits and past information on GTA 5 now the reason I'm rambling on this is because I'm trying to build the hype here about GTA 6 well let me tell you everyone just like PlayStation did (laughs) just like PlayStation did just like PlayStation did basically well done Um, but no no, the, the details with GTA 6 is that it doesn't exist we are not getting a new GTA so do you think we're getting G. Are we getting GTA Five? Yes, they are relaunching. <laughs> they are relaunching a game I didn't that know is that. now. <laughs> just a it's guess. a game that is eight years old. Is being relaunched for the next gen consoles because literally zero people were interested in it, and literally zero people asked the question. But hang on, I won't be able to play this game on the next gen consoles. So then Rockstar said, "Ah ah ah ah." All you people that literally no one has asked the question, literally all you nobodies, we're telling you, you can play it on the next-gen consoles. Congratulations. So, yeah, so the biggest absolutely no news story of the night was that GTA 5 is going to be on PlayStation 5. But isn't PlayStation 5 back console available? Yes. Like, like, so doesn't compatible. that just backwards make compatible, compatible? Backwards compatible. So doesn't that just make it redundant? Yes. <laughs> Not just that, though, Bianca. Not just that, though. Who the fuck is going to play it? No one cares anymore. I think, um... No, I don't know. I, I have the no only idea. Ones, honestly, the only ones that care about the game still and are as excited about the game anymore are those that play it on PC that can use mods. Other than that, or people that stream for, like, YouTube, other than that, no one gives a shit about GTA V anymore. It was... A remarkable map. It was a remarkable city, a remarkable world, you know, in total in what they developed it as. But now, I don't give a shit. No one gives a shit. Do you think they just it's pointless? They just think they can't do better. 
No, it's that they think they can milk it for a little bit more money. Because GTA Online, the reason why the game is so um, old and has not been replaced is because GTA Online exists. I see. Literally. Literally, that, that's the reason it exists. But You know, they... if you look at something like Red Dead Redemption 2 and its map and its world that it created and the detail of it, I just, I'm really disappointed that we're not getting a GTA 6 because I can just, I just think that the fact that they've had to do zero work in terms of utilizing the power of the, the, the next gen consoles is in the 4 and the 1, Xbox One and PS4, and now we're getting the PS5 and Xbox Series X or whatever it's called. I think it's just such a waste that they're still working on a game that is eight years old. And I know that they think they can do more and more and more bits of, of information and gameplay and whatever. It's an old game. Do something but, else. But, like, if you look at Rockstar Games' catalogue, yep. they've just got GTA, Red Dead and Redemption, Bully. Bully they've got, yeah... And then, like their old games, Max Payne. Oh, there hasn't been a Mac. There hasn't been a Max Payne game since the PlayStation Three. I know, but like that's they're not remastered the them Dead to the four series. I don't think so. I've no, I haven't seen it anyway. They I'm don't sure Max have Payne much else, do they? No, no, they don't. So <clears> what the fuck are they doing that they can't make a new GTA? Is what I'm trying to get at. It's not they're, like they're updating. They're updating online. We, GTA Online. Well, we talked about this um, just before, but honestly, I don't see why. If they're going to do a remaster for the five, why wouldn't you do Vice City? It just like well, it, it, no. Well, well, it, you know what's funny though. I what I what I really want is I think that the map from Red Dead Redemption would play <clears throat> just this is the way that my mind works i i i, I as, every single time i play it i kind of go wouldn't it be awesome to see this game kind of updated to be modern world um because it's got um basically like a new new orleans style um louisiana area to the map it's got a good desert sort of area and mountain range sort of area so i think the game would be perfectly and it's funny and funny i've actually gone on photoshop and started molding um, the GTA 5 map, the Red Dead Redemption 2 map, the um, GTA 4 map, and then a fan's kind of estimate of a modern-day Vice City map. And I've blended all of them together, so I've got... Um, and I think it would be awesome to do something like that. I think that's, that's, that's Rockstar proving their ability as a game maker beyond the success of GTA 5, would be to have the maps... Of all those games combined, a modern day Vice City, a modern day um, Red Dead Redemption 2 map, a modern day Liberty City, and a modern day San um, Los Santos, basically. So creating a basically United States game of GTA. I think that's what that's the next step. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned that, that, or I said that, you know, they're not even working on GTA six no doubt they are but they're just so far away from any sort of bits of information on it that they've have no issue kind of diluting the waters and relaunching gta 5 so that's how we know that gta 6 is several years away still is that they're willing to relaunch it again um but i think they would be working on it um and but i hope to some enormous scale because this is the longest gap between games that we've ever had GTA. GTA was at a stage where they were bringing out a game like every 
year or second year or something, weren't they? It was, it was about every well, two years, wasn't it? Yeah, well, so what did we have? We had GTA 3 came out in 2002. Yep. Um, then we had Vice City come out in, like, 2004, I think. Yeah. No, no, it would have been less than that. It would have been 2005. No, no, sorry. It would have been 2003. San Andreas came out in 2004 or 5. Then, Vice then... City came out in 02. Yeah, yeah, I remember it? Vice sitting. Yeah, I, I remember Vice sitting coming up out when we were in high school. When did my... when did three come out? Three came out in 01. That's it was a year apart. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. I never bought um, or owned Vice City. I only ever had three, and then I got San Andreas. Well, my parents never like really monitored what the fuck we did, so we had Vice City <laughs> well, and we had yeah. all the games. And my brother and I used to play it, and like everyone was very jealous of us in primary school. Well, when I was yeah. in primary school, Justin was in high school by that point. I remember I'd been begging for PlayStation 2 for Christmas, and I think I got it in 02 or something like that. Um, and uh, my, a friend of mine had GTA 3, so then I'd been asking for it and asking for it and asking for it. And then I finally got the PlayStation 2 and GTA 3, but I didn't get Vice City and I didn't bother getting it at all. But I have played it. It is awesome. Um, but, like, I remember... I don't remember which game, but it was one that came out while we were in primary school. Like, GTA used to be such a thin game. Like, Samuel L. Jackson was in one of the GTAs. If it was And in... that was, like, it was 2000... I mean, we were in year six, so it would have been 2004. Then that would what? have been... Was he the cop in, in San Andreas? Yeah, I think he was. I'm pretty sure he was in San Andreas. Yeah. Like, it was such an influential game growing up. Well, San Andreas came um, out in 2004, yeah. Okay, so, so there was a two-year gap then. And then then we had GTA, uh, GTA 4 came out in 2008, I think. Uh, let me confirm that. So I got my PlayStation... For a PlayStation Three in two thousand and eight, I think, I seven think or eight. The next one came out with the PlayStation Three, but they also had like Liberty City Stories. Yeah, four and then yeah I, don't count, games. I don't count. I don't count this so much. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah two thousand eight. Yep. And then, and then you think we jump ahead to what two thousand twelve when GTA Five came out. Yeah. So that's four years, and then but we have to wait eight years, nine years. It's going to be. And it's not going to be. It's not even a sequel. It's a remaster. Well, well, it doesn't count. I don't count it. There has not been a new GTA game. 2013. Since. And, I, and yeah, and, and I say that, Bianca, by that I mean, so we, we have had along the lines, we had um, Liberty City Stories, um, which dropped on PSP first, and then came out as a, they made it for the consoles. They did Vice City Stories for, I think, the consoles. So they, they dropped as... Uh, more or less kind of full games. So that's cool that they did those. So we still had newer games coming all, all the way along. Then we had GTA 4 come out, and between GTA 4 and GTA 5 coming coming out, we had The Lost and the Damned, and we had um, Ballad of Gay Tony as expansions for, PS, uh, for, for GTA 4. And then it got launched again as an Episodes of Liberty City um, collection, basically. 
which was cool. So we had new content all the way along. Then we had GTA Five come out, and there has been, and I and I'm not counting GTA Online because the, expanding on that doesn't count because it's not story driven. That's multiplayer. That's not story driven like GTA is. So we have not had new content for GTA Five at all. So there has been zero new content for GTA since it dropped on the PS4 and Xbox uh, One with the first person mode um, since 2014 I think something like that so you know like again you cannot claim online content for GTA Online as a new game there has been no new GTA content since then and you also got to remember like the new content for um GTA Online would essentially be skins, wouldn't it? Well, they've added things like they've got um, basically PC, uh, sorry, um, console-friendly mods in some ways. So PC used to be the the haven for GTA because you could mod things in. You know, you could mod like Formula One cars or new planes or new cars in new graphics. And yeah, but some people have even modded in the Liberty City map onto GTA Five as well. Um, but they basically made console console friendly mods, basically. So there's race cars on GTA Online. They've now got a casino on GTA Online. You can own apartments and stuff like that on GTA Online. But none of that is story based. That's all just online based. That's not real stuff. You can't. There's no story to go with that sort of stuff. But essentially, none of that is new. It's not like you're developing a new system in the game. It all sounds like it's mm. just skins and it is new yeah. maps. Because like a new apartment would technically be a new map, wouldn't it? If you think about it in choice, in like you've got to load a new landscape yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, which yes is hard, but it's essentially visual. It's not the, a storyline has a different version of programming in it is what I'm mm. trying to get at. So mm. they've yeah. gotten rid of those pro kind of things and it's just new skins is what I'm trying they've got, to say. They've got rid of things that GTA is really good at and done things that any game can do, basically. So they're being lazy, essentially. Um, I think it's interesting to note as well that with the GTA series, if you look at it, um, GTA 4... Uh, gave us the launch of things like heists. There was that a heist in GTA 4, and everyone loved that mission. They also had online, which was awesome. Everyone loved the online aspect of it. In fact, I think I played more online of GTA 4 than I've ever played of GTA 5, because I don't care about GTA 5 very much. I liked the story, I guess. It wasn't extra special compared to San Andreas, which is the same city. It wasn't very good story-wise, but nonetheless, I played it. Um felt somewhat watered down in some ways and they seem to have focused on the wrong areas the parts that i thought were the worst parts of gta they focused on that in gta 5 so i got more game time out of gta 4 for sure but so basically we had online launch for the for um gta 4 we had heists launch for gta 4 and rockstar said oh my god we've got a winner gta 5 is basically going to be a heist game and that's it and then i think there were like two heists in the story mode of gta 5 and then they promised, okay, but guys, guess what? The online version is going to be the greatest part of GTA, and that's all that online is going to be. And then basically there were no heists for about two <coughs> years of online, and then finally we had heists 
and they weren't very good, and I haven't played any of them, and I don't care about them. Basically, we, we got fuck all. Um, I've actually never played GTA Five online. Well, I played a Just, little bit, but it's not very exciting because there's nothing to do. I don't care it, about it. I, 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 yeah, I'm not a big fan of... I like story-driven games. Exactly. Um, what I'll do now is I'll rattle through the list of games um, for coming up for the, the PS5, and we can kind of stop on the ones that kind of are yep. of note to us. Um, good. First up, then, we have Spider-Man Miles Morales. Woo! So let's just stop there at the very first one. <laughs> so we're all very excited because we all thought it was going to be a new game. It's not a new game. It's a expanded remaster. So there's expansion pack. It's basically like when, when um, the Last of Us, which came out on the PS3, it happened to launch very, very soon to the PS4 being launched, much like GTA um, Four, uh, GTA Five did. Um, so basically, the game was out on P on the previous gen console. Um, in this case, it was Spider-Man, referring me now back to The Last of Us. Last of Us was out. Next-gen consoles came along, so then what they did was they went and took a little bit of DLC or expanded content, as in an extra part of the story, and they remastered the graphics, made them look a little bit nicer, the game run a little bit faster, and they went, there you go, The Last of Us remastered now on PS4. Of course, I went out and I bought it because I loved it so much. Um, Which, by like the way, I think they thing. might do the same with Last oh, of Us 2 100% they're going to do PS5. it, but I'm not sure... 100% they're going to do that, Bianca, but I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it because I know the PS5 is backwards compatible. And also, I just don't think Naughty Dog deserves that much attention for it. That's why I think the game's receiving a lot of hate online. Um, a lot of people think it's just to do with the gay thing. I think it's a lot to do with the... Screwing us around for so long thing. That. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yep, so then we have Miles Morales, which is an expanded remaster. Drew, your thoughts on that? Um... I'm I'm still excited. I I know that given that we've just found out that it's not strictly a sequel, at the end of the day, the game itself was fantastic, and I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with it, bringing it to the bringing it to the PS5, and everything that goes with that. Um, mm -hmm. It's it is frustrating though, deeply frustrating that it's just it's essentially a remaster with DLC, but. Still, like, it was the best Spider-Man game in 14 years. Yeah. Like, well, well, okay, let's firstly say there's only been that. I mean, other than the handheld Game Boy game, which I used to love so much, like, it was, like, the old arcade game. There hasn't been many Spider-Man games. It's not like any other series where there's, like, hundreds of them. Well, there were a few that um, came out. Like the um, what was one that came out in the middle of it? Shattered Dimensions was one that came out in that fourteen-year time span. And I think the only thing I, I can even remember never from that even never heard of it. Yeah, it it basically when all the different Spider-Men across all the different universes came together. It was kind of like the Spider-Verse, but just as a as a game, um, I think the only thing of note that I can remember is that Neil Patrick Harris voiced one of them. But cool. yeah, it, like the the Spider Man game that everyone raved about was Spider Man Two for the PS Two. I remember that one, and I used was, to love those games too. It was so good, but then every Spider Man game that came out after it was just a shadow of that. Even the game for Spider Man Three was not very good because spider-man 3 is not very good but 
then to bring out this game. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this game countless times over the last, what, two years that it's been out. It is yeah. a fantastic I, I game. I love that game. Yeah. It, I love the Spider-Man game. It's, like, I, I know for me, it's it's one of my favourite PS4 games, and Bianca, it's the same for you. Like, yes. It's just... I stop in the top five. Yeah, it is a phenomenal game. So I like I am excited to see that come to the five, but I'm a little disappointed that it's being misrepresented in the way they're promoting it. Yep, I agree. But um, I'll be damned if I if I don't go out and buy it the day it comes out. I think so. <laughs> I think it probably has the same thing to do with what you were talking about. You mentioned the fact that it's going to come out with a new console design. Yeah. Like a, a console color. Um, they probably do it for that as well. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, it's well, it's it's one of Sony's kind of headline acts in general. The property of Spider-Man. Yeah. They. Yeah. True. But they, it seems to be some slim pickings in the new games. I have to say. Well, a let's see. Well, let's see. Well, well, let's see. Okay, so the next game on the list, which was launched, was GTA. Uh, sorry, GTA, Gran Turismo Seven, which is very exciting. Now, a I lot like of people it. weren't a fa- a lot of people weren't a fan of GT Sport. Um, it was a more racing. Ah, no, that's a mistake. It's a more real life racing version of GT. Um, so basically, it focused on, um, yeah, more real-life race series. Uh, you could do things. It was it was viewed by the FIA, which is basically like the world, um, worldwide version of like racing um, kind of kind of rules and structures and, and authority, basically. Um, and they viewed Gran Turismo as the official FIA championship for, for online racing. Um, so it was a pretty cool title, but again, not to everyone's kind of interest. A lot of people like the road cars rather than race cars. This goes back to that. However, if you if you did like and you played a lot of GT Sport, it looks rather similar. There's not a massive departure from that. But again, the graphics were so good, it's kind of at the point where how do you make them even better? Basically, it's just a little bit more optimized and it runs a little bit faster and it's a different kind of storyline um, or career mode. Uh, then we have Ratchet and Clank finally back with Woo! a new game. Um, Rift Apart, it's called. Yes. Uh, bring it on. I think it looks pretty cool, the way that it kind of... It keeps shifting between um, worlds or universes. I think that's an interesting feature. Um, Who makes Ratchet and Clank? Insomniac. I kept uh, getting confused. Yeah, I kept getting confused between Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter as to who was by Naughty Dog. And I kept being like, hang yeah, on, it's by Insomniac. I thought it was by Naughty Dog. No, it's not. It's by um, Insomniac. Um, the next game that we had was Project Athea. Um... It's basically like a bunch of flying werewolves um, around and there's some flying parts to it and it looks quite interesting, but I don't know if it's for me. The next game did look very cool and I'm very excited about it. It's by Annapurna Interactive and it's called Stray. So it's basically in a world where humans don't exist and or they've all died off and basically robots are, are taking their place. Not so much androids, but, but robots are taking the place of humans, basically, but there are cats, and the game seems like you play the role through play, play it uh, as a cat. It looks very cool, very, very, very interesting. Um, two games that were launched: there was Returnal, which basically is a you 
you know, it, it's one of those. What was that movie with with Tom Cruise where he kept dying and coming back to life? Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, um, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. I well, love that movie. Well, this game's kind of similar to this in that you keep dying. You know, you you you, you live. You um you uh, I think that the 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 uh, storyline started or the the trailer started with basically, um I can remember everything about my life, um launching the landing the crash and my death and you do that so you kind of keep playing and you keep learning as each time you die you've kind of got to get through a series of things before you die um there was another game that launched a little bit further on in there and i'm going to scroll through the list and come back to it in a second it was called death loop which is basically exactly the same thing as that which was you die sorry you you live you have to try and get through the objectives you die yeah you live you try to get through the objectives and then you die. Live, kind of die, thing. repeat. Yeah. So, that is, yeah. That so, is so they they reminded me of each other, but they both look pretty cool. I'll probably go for um, the other one, not Returnal. See, then we the have Sackboy. I was going to say the yes. only reason why I like that movie and the only reason why I like that concept was because of the amount of times I got to see Tom Cruise die. <laughs> I don't think I'd necessarily like it as a game. Well, I'm not sure. I know that there's a lot of kind of indie PC kind of games on Steam that's based around that concept of try and kind of uncover the story before you die and then you come back to life and you have the memories of what you did in your last life. I don't know how it's going to work as a full-on game, but, but I'll, I'll wait and see. It looked quite interesting. Um, Sackboy, a big adventure. We're getting a little big planet game again. I'm so excited because I loved the last two games. Um, I'm very excited for Sackboy A Big Adventure. It's a multiplayer game, so I'll be able to play it with Sarah, which is awesome. Um, then we had Destruction All-Stars, which to me looked like a an attempt at making a new Rocket League. I don't think don't see how it's going to go. I think Rocket League is too much of its own thing. Um, Kenna, uh, A Bridge of Spirits was another one. Looks quite interesting. Um... It's got pixel-like visuals and magical abilities and enemies. Um, yeah, so it's that kind of thing. We have Goodbye Volcano High, which it, it kind of looks a little bit Studio Ghibli kind of graphics, I think. It's, like I don't that, know. What, what, that anime what? kind of style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so could be we'll good, no, exactly. I, I, I'm not sure. They didn't really show much in terms of what the game was. It looked more like it could be a film. It's a game, though, because it's a, a game trailer, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. We had Oddworld Soulstorm. Uh, I'm not sure. I think this this one feels very much like when the PS4 was being launched and they were launching more and more information about PS Plus, um, the, the basically the, the online component of PlayStation. Um, this looked like kind of an indie kind of little game it should be a free game kind of thing rather than it being a launch title but anyway yeah, but it's, we'll see. yeah but it's tricky because oddworld hasn't had a good game in what nearly two decades because abe's odyssey was yeah. massive and munch's odyssey rode off the success of abe's odyssey so oh is this well, the continuation well, of abe's odyssey yeah yeah, well, the, yeah, yeah this, this guy, is the all guy's oddworld. name is abe it's abe yeah it's another abe game yeah it's abe, um, abe's odyssey was such a massively amazing game for its yeah, time it was yeah it was yeah and i only recognized that as an adult because i didn't really i just thought it was so cool when i was a kid but mm. it was so ahead of its time when it came out that 
I hope they do that justice in this, in, in anything well, that they do in the future. Well, they've done heaps of games in the last 20 years, just no one's playing them anymore. You never hear anything really? about it. Yeah. They're still... All of them come under the name Oddworld. So look up all the Oddworld games. There's, there are a few of them. Yeah. But yeah. Abe's name is not always in the title. No, and, and, and definitely Abe is kind of the... It's what people um, all associate with it, but... Follow yeah. me, okay. That yeah. whole thing. Yeah. But what's interesting about this one is that I, I feel like this one... Which they were really excited about because, of course, they're really excited about it. But I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's to the same extent <laughs> as the other ones. It looks almost like it's a, you know, what you know on, um, uh, I'm trying to think what it's like. You, like Game Boy, you know, you know Mario, uh, Super Mario on Game Boy. How it was kind of like that. You look at it from the side and yep. they run across the screen sideways. Yeah. Was it platform game? Platform. Platform. Yeah. Yeah. This is a platform. Very much a platform game, by the looks of it. You know what would have you guys ever like wondered like the games that got um cancelled over the years or like they just stopped making sequels to them? Have you guys ever yeah. like thought of which games you would love to bring back? Yeah. Yes. Do either of you remember Pandemonium or do you guys did you guys ever play Pandemonium? Oh it was I remember. It was a PlayStation game. Oh I like, remember first it. generation. That game was so cool. It was also a platform game, but it had such the coolest storyline. And if they brought that back as like a real world game, I think like, and this is where I was going with it. I think like Abe's Odyssey could mm. benefit from becoming like a, a map game. Yeah. Because yeah. of the way this, what the storyline is. Yeah. I'd like to see them bring Abe's back. Abe's Odyssey and Pandemonium back in like a map in like even if it was like a sandbox kind of thing i yeah, think I that think would so. I think be that might, I, yeah really i want to see them bring back um, croc legend of the guppers <laughs> what i want to see i want to see either rise of honor that was an awesome game or i want to see um true crime i want to see a new true crime streets of la on modern Ooh. day graphic modern day console that's what i want to see them bring back that I would see be them, fun i can't see them bringing yeah. games like that out right now no, I can't. Either. No, but the best thing about the best thing about True Crime Streets of LA was that if you completed the game or collected all the um, the uh, there were these dog bones that you could collect throughout the, the city. Yeah. Um, and then if you collected them all, you could play a Snoop Dogg. It was so good because you could go up to everyone and arrest people, and it would just be Snoop Dogg if he arrested them incorrectly. It would be like, "Sorry, my bad." It was great. Oh, Com- just to play Snoop Dogg doing that real is awesome. Completely off topic, very briefly, because we do love to um, have our little tangents on our show. Of course. Um, and we didn't talk about this beforehand, but did either of you hear the fact that the show Cops got cancelled? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Cops got yeah, canned. <laughs> Cops uh, is like the best show of all time. It's the number one cop show ever. But um, in wake of everything that's happened, it got cancelled. It got cancelled. Yeah, but come on. But but it they could Look, just do it differently. Can I just say, no matter how many times I watch episodes of Cops, even if it's like one that I've watched before, it's still equally as hilarious. Oh, yeah. Cops is amazing. <laughs> I always think oh, of... Oh, that's such a shame. 
But I also think that we find it funny as Australians because it's Americans being idiots. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, I mean, also, I like watching RBT, though, so I can't say that. Uh, but, well, yeah. well, but also, it, it's the reason why those shows are so great as well is because it's literally people doing the wrong thing. It's never it's never the, the stories of people that have been wrongly arrested. It's always, like, total drunk pieces of shit doing the wrong thing or being obnoxious. That's great for us. It's basically like you deserve to be humiliated on television because you're a piece of shit. Yeah. They're, they're not showing the kind of the minorities getting falsely incarcerated and stuff. This what is What you true. gonna do it... when they come for you? <laughs> uh, rushing along through this list, then yep. they had Ghostwire Tokyo. It looked quite interesting. It was basically a... Um, it's a it's supernatural sort of game set in kind of real world Tokyo. It looked mm. quite interesting, but let's see. Cool. I probably won't get it, but let's see. Anyway, I'll wait for more information. Jet the Far Shore. Um, the jet game? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> What is a jet yeah, game? Let's see. Huh? I've, I don't know jet. It's a series. It's a, okay. it's a series of games, yeah. basically. Um, then we had Godfall. Now, this was shown several months ago and uh, once again was shown now during this presentation. Um, yeah, you'll be able to unlock godlike armor to defeat powerful foes. It will be out this holiday season, basically. Um, we had Solar Ash launch as well. Um, Let's see how that goes. Hitman Three. I'm quite a fan of the Hitman, the the kind of the this this trilogy of games. I think I have the first and maybe the second one. I'm not sure, but I was quite a fan of them. I annoyingly didn't bring them with me, and I wish I had because I I do like playing them, and I just every now and then feel like kind of playing that kind of uh, role. We had Astro's Playroom. Now Astro is to me it. it when I got, first got the PS4 and I was testing out all its features, you could go and hit Playroom. It was a little button that would show you all the different things and the features of the console and everything. And uh, looks like there's going to be a game based on it, so that's going to be interesting. Little Devil Inside was another one. Um, I think a, I zoomed out a little bit at that point. And then we had NBA 2K21, if you like NBA games. There you go. There's one for you. I've always thought that those games were kind of ahead of the, the, the competition in terms of graphics. Same with kind of... Um, I find it interesting FIFA that yeah, that stuff. NBA was the first sport title to make it on there. Outside of the cars, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, but, G- but on, G- GT is always a, a PlayStation launch title. Remember um, GT4 was a launch for PS3? PS2. 2? PS2. Yeah. Well, it was on oh, PS2. GT5 GTA, then. GTA... G- no. <laughs> Funny thing. Again, I think I've spoken about this before. The fact that GT... When, when PlayStation 3 came out, we had relatively early into the PlayStation's existence, we had GT Prologue. Yeah. Which was a prologue to GTA 5. We then had to wait about three years for GTA 5 to come out. And I've never been more disappointed in the game. Basically, they promised the world and we didn't get that. And based on having years and years of delays, you know, you really start to build up people's expectations and it turned out it wasn't worth it. Um, it happens to be the same thing happening with a certain other game that I'm very much looking forward to. That's <coughs> part two. Um, <laughs> so I'm expecting the absolute fucking world with that game. And if they don't deliver it, it's a failure. I, by, based on having delays, I'm expecting everything yep. 
and I don't see how that's possible because it's not being realistic. It's not possible. So basically, I'm already deeming the Last of Us Part Two as a disappointment. But we'll see. What's the next game on um, your list? Bugs, Bug Snacks, which was by the same people that made Octodad. Now I think this game looks. I I made a comment to myself when when um, they showed the trailer for this game, and I thought. Who were they aiming this game at? Octodad was kind of a silly one, a great game to play if you're drunk or if you're high or something like that. It's just a really stupid game. You could play it in VR. It's ridiculous, though. Totally ridiculous. Yep. It's not a serious game at all. Yep. This one looks like it's trying to be a little bit more of a story-based thing and a little bit more kind of complete game thing rather than an indie kind of thing. My issues with it are that who's it aimed at? Is it aimed at kids or is it aimed at adults? I don't think it really fits for either category because it's a little bit too adult for kids and it's a little bit too childish for adults. We'll see, though. Then we had Demon's Souls. So finally they're getting a remake or a reboot. Um, let's see what happens with that. Good on them. I know that a lot of people are excited about that, but I know a lot of people are also quite frustrated with the series. Let's see. Deathloops, that's the one that I'm probably going to get. That um, you die, you live, you die, you live kind of thing. Game that I'm... Yep. Uh, it's quite interesting. It's basically set in a world where it's um, there are assassins, um, two assassins trying to kill each other. Um, well, someone's trying to kill you while you're trying to kill lots of other people, or like big bosses. Uh, so it's quite interesting. Then we had Resident Evil Village. Now, I loved Resident Evil 7. It was quite a short game for what it was. But nonetheless, I'm very excited about it, and I'm going to get it. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the trailer was awesome. We saw it, and it was in a creepy little village, and there was a bunch of people being terrified of what felt like vampires um, or werewolves coming after them. Quite interesting looking. I thought I heard um, Nolan North's voice in there. Now, if those that play played um, Uncharted and The Last of Us know, he was in both of those. In The Last of Us, he was playing a creepy guy named David, and he had quite an interesting voice. And I thought I heard that voice. He's also, so I think he's also frequently in Rick and Morty. He's also frequently in Rick and Morty. He is also um, in... Uh, he's often Deadpool in Deadpool games. Mm-hmm. Um, he also plays uh, Desmond in Assassin's Creed as well. Well, did before they killed him off stupidly. Uh, we had Horizon Forbidden mm. West. So basically we're getting a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. I honestly didn't really care too much about Horizon Zero Dawn. It's just not my style. I don't really like that kind of fantasy kind of pointlessness storyline it's a bit bizarre and just a bit too far-fetched not interested um and that was the end of the game so that was the last game we saw and um i do know because i was following along in the comments um watching it on youtube that a lot of people were expecting the fact that they showed us grand theft auto 5 at the very start of it that probably end it with gta 6 obviously they didn't because there is absolutely no way in hell that game's coming out for the next year and a half at least um, so that was very disappointing. But then we got to the console. Got to the console. Um, it turns out there's going to be two versions of the PlayStation 5 console at launch. There's the disc version, the normal one that we're used to. Um, and then there's a digital edition version, which basically means there's no disc drive. It's a slightly better looking console. It's a little bit cleaner looking. Um, and there's no disk drive. It is online only. You can only download the games. I hope that it comes with a enormous hard drive, because I can tell you if the PS4 is anything to go by, the fact that I can only fit something like Red Dead Redemption 2 on there, what are you going to do if you need to have every single game that you have on there? So let's just wait and see it, for that. It probably is 
also keying people up to get a membership. Doesn't matter though. You can only save store. You can only um, have save game files stored online rather than um, actual game content. So you have to download that game content every single time that you want to play a different game, rather than just slip the disc in and maybe take five minutes to download something. The other issue is in somewhere like Australia, where the internet quality is so appalling. Mm. How is that going to work? Imagine trying to download a game and it's saying, "No worries, it's a fifty gig download to get the game." data on here like what it's not possible it's not feasible we'll see how that goes look at the console bianca drew your thoughts on the look i like it i do not like it i think it reminds it, it, it reminds me of all of the throwback stuff and i was saying this before like remember when we came out and it was all white and then like mm. i think xbox did a white one as well yeah that's yep. Was white. yep and then like I've got one at my and, feet. And, and the iPods had that chunky white design that came out that was like they had the colors, but then they had that white plastic container looking thing. Mm. I don't like it. I think the, I think what I really loved about the PlayStation 4 was how sleek it was and how the black matte looked amazing. Yeah, I, I think the PlayStation 4 is a very cool-looking console. I like the black and the bevel and the little bit of piano gloss and the the matte black for the rest of it. Bianca, I think, I think I'm hedging towards your side of it. I think that I don't like it so much. I think it looks interesting, but I think that there's a lot of... I think it's going to take up a lot of space purely for design rather it than function. also reminds me of an old-school hard drive. Yeah, a little bit. Well, a bit. Well, well, a lot of people think that it looks like um, over here. So there's Sky Go or Sky Q, which is basically like Foxtel IQ. And oh, yeah. A lot of people think like, that like it looks a, like, like that. A box. It looks like, like a a, yeah, box. it looks like a, either either a TV box or it looks like um, a modem or a router or something like that. And I completely agree. Um, yeah, I, I think that my main issue with it is that the, so the PS4 is basically where it. It is as big as it needs to be. It's a box. It's got flat sides. You can have things right up alongside it and stuff like that. The PS5 seems to take up a lot of space because it's got curved lines and stuff like that. And it's got a couple of wings off the top of it. Um, you know, it, it. I think that it's taking up more space than it needs to purely for the design function. And I think that if it was on a podium on its own in a shop, I think it would look very menacing and very kind of like, oh my God, like amazing. It looks like it's up on a pedestal kind of thing. But I think in your home, under your TV, on your, um, you know, in, your, your uh, a TV bench, uh, basically, I think it's going to take up too much space. In in defense of the design, and I'm, I've just watched the, the hardware reveal video again, mm -hmm. in defense of the design, I really appreciate the fact that the basically when it's standing upright you know how it, like it's got the wings coming out and whatever yep. that area in the middle there that is a dual ventilation system it's ventilating on either side of it really nicely I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. I, I see how it's vents, and I think that's I, great I that they're going more that's, for the vents. But that's really good functionally, and 
it trumps every previous PlayStation in terms of that. PlayStations are notorious for overheating. They, they are. Like, I have to oh, vacuum mine loud. frequently, and I'm not a massive gamer. So hmm. I, I really appreciate that. I like the way they've done that. And I think that could be a big payoff with it. I still, I like the design, but taking that out of the equation, I think that that is a really good functional aspect of it. I, I reckon that didn't need to have the wings, though. I think that if they cut them short and made them curve at the same, so it's basically got two white wings. It's basically like having a binder. So let's let's take a binder for example, a, a folder, like a, a portfolio folder. Yeah. It does. So it's got the two kind of sides of it. Picture picture a binder rather full with black pages inside it. That's what the PlayStation 5 looks like. I think if they kind of cut the white um, two wings on it to match the same shape as the black center part, I don't think there would have been any alteration to the amount of ventilation you'd get. I just think you'd be removing something that which is taking up space for no reason other than style. Um but look, I know, I, I don't know. Basically, it looks like a giant console. It looks to me like it's going to be about 5 to 10 centimeters bigger than the PlayStation 4. That's just the way it looks. I don't think it will, so I'm hoping it's actually quite small. But in terms of perspective, it looks like it's a giant console. You know, remember, remember the PS4... Uh, sorry, the PS3 Fat? Yeah. When it first came out, the very launch of the PlayStation 3, everyone looked, thought it looked like a George Foreman grill. And it was absolutely mm. enormous, yep. especially when you look at what the PlayStation 2 was. And then they brought out the PlayStation 2 Slim. And then here we go. We had the next generation of console and it was enormous. Like it was huge. I, I, I'm fearful that this one's equally going to be huge. And I don't want it to be huge because I think that's going to be I, frustrating. Um, I think the... Because I've seen a few of the controllers... I just yep. think that they're too bulky. I don't. I don't think they're good because, like, you can re- you can rejig an Xbox controller to work for a PS4 or PS3. Mm. I'm sure you can do the same thing for the PS5. But th- there was a reason why I preferred the PlayStation controllers, and one, I have small hands, so I understand there's a lot of people with big hands who are like, no, they're too small and all that. But I have small hands, and they were always the best like to play with for me well bianca i think on that i i think that um, i'm just watching the video for the controllers i i i think that i quite like the look of the playstation 5 controller yeah. but i think that i think that playstation should probably stop doing what xbox does which is change the console or the controller every time and they stuck with the dual shock design for years mm. And then we had this one, the DualShock 4, whatever it's called, the PlayStation 4 controller. I think they should have stuck with that design for the PlayStation 5. Um, I do think that the trackpad or the touchpad on the PlayStation 4 control is pointless, because it is. Yeah, I find it interesting that they've stuck with it. They stuck with it, but they made it smaller and they made it a little bit more integrated. I also think that the light bar on the front of the control, of the PlayStation 4 control, is interesting. I like it. I see what people are talking about, about... If they're in a dark room or something, then the light bar lights it, up the, the TV screen. It looks like they. But I do like the way they've they've integrated it quite nicely in the PS5 one. They've put yeah. it into the either side of the trackpad. I think they made things look a little bit more integrated as a whole. They've um, moved to. I like the new triggers. They've moved to USB C mm. as well. 
They've also moved to haptic rather than... Um, yeah, that was a big leap. Rumble motors. And the adaptive trigger system, it's interesting. Um, yeah. I, why do I feel like Xbox already did it for their next one as well? well probably have. It's just the way that you have to do things, I guess. Yeah. But no, I, th- I think that there's good things. I quite like the new control. I think I prefer the look of the PlayStation 4 one entirely I- a little bit more, but I... Yeah. yeah, we'll see. A uh, integrated speaker on I, it as I, well. I can't say that. Yeah, I don't think I. No, can, I don't think I liked it as much as the old ones, but I I do love the graphics. Like everything I've seen out of the graphics in all the trailers and all that, they're they're marvelous. Mm. Like, well, it's not just the graphics; it's the speed. The fact that we're not going to have loading screens. So, a game like Spider Man, if you were just running the PS4 version, would not have loading screens because the the hard drive and the way it operates is just so much more efficient. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. That's cool. That. Yeah. So that's cool. Like I think performance-wise, and I, I, I have to say, we're almost at the point where the graphics are too good that you can't really improve it, or like we're not, not obviously anyway. Not in a trailer on YouTube can you show the improvements to the graphics because YouTube can't show the graphical difference. So I think that we're almost at that point where we've hit that ceiling. Things are starting to look realistic, and that's about well, it. Well, this is where... Um, you can't make things look more realistic. Well, this is where the VR's going to start taking over a little more. Yeah, except we haven't seen anything to do, do with VR yet. We've, I mean, they've launched... They launched... What did they launch? They launched the controller. They launched the controller stand and charger. The they launched remote? The remote. They launched the console. Oh, and the headset. And they launched the other console. And they launched the headset. And they launched the camera, but we didn't see anything to do with VR, so we'll see. The headset looked interesting. Yeah, no, it did. Curious. Uh, I, I quite like the look of it. Yeah. Um, but that's the PS5, and uh, yes. Look, at the end of the, the day, PS5. we all know we're going to be pre-ordering them. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if I will. I think I may just wait and get it for my birthday instead. I was. I was talking to mum the other day, and I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be console time, you know, come Christmas. Do we get a Switch? Do we get a PlayStation 5? Mm. It's going to be a PS5. I'm, I'm not... It's going to take mm. precedence over a Switch. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, anyway. So, my six-year-old is going to have to come to terms with the fact that there's going to be another PlayStation in the house. <laughs> <laughs> not a Switch. Not a no Switch. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be it'll be a PlayStation Five, and I'll try and get it around my birthday. I think I think I'll try and hold off till then. But the PS Four should be good. I mean, we we're in that phase where there's not really. I mean, there's PS Five exclusives, but none of them to me are enough to warrant not keeping the PS Four for a little bit longer. I'm gonna keep my four anyway. I'm still gonna use my four a lot. I still use my three. Yeah, well, well, I so did I when I was back home. But what's what's interesting is that the PS when it first came out i had zero games for it at launch so i had the console i went to the midnight launch of the ps4 yeah but it had no games to play on it so i was still playing the playstation 3 for a couple weeks before i finally went out and bought the games for the or a game for the ps4 and i think that was battlefield was the first game i ever bought for battlefield one or something no battlefield four i think yeah perhaps but so you know i didn't need the console for a little while so i think i'll do the same thing yeah I... for this one um I didn't get the four until yeah. I got the um, the Darth Vader edition. Yeah, so it had already enough. been a few years. 
Um, now, the reason why we only got a video version of this conference, and one of the reasons why Naughty Dog claims that the game um, of The Last of Us Part Two was delayed was because of coronavirus and, uh, more recently, Black Lives Matter and the worldwide revolution um, towards that. Now, it has um, continued to cause issues, as Bianca told us. Cops is cancelled. Yes. It's heartbreaking. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe it. What am I going to do without cops? I don't get... No, I'm, it's fine. I get it. Uh, but one of the biggest things that happened is that the very colourful sport of NASCAR... Mm-hmm. NASCAR, yes. The sport that was uh, founded under the... Um, uh, basically for the reason that uh, a bunch of moonshine runners wanted to be able to test their cars against their friends' moonshine runners. And so they started racing. And in racing, they created NASCAR. So it was obviously a southern state kind of um, initiative, I guess. Uh, so you can imagine the shock and horror of all those southern state fans... When, just the other day, NASCAR announced that the Confederate flag will be banned from all NASCAR events. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> it happened. Um, now, what's interesting is that... So I follow a lot of drivers on, on online and... and um, you know, I follow the, you know, the broadcasting pages and stuff like that. So yep. it's quite... It's quite interesting for me that uh, suddenly, suddenly, all the comments, which are all in favour and excitement of NASCAR returning since coronavirus, are now all hate and everyone's revolting and no one's going to watch. Everyone's going to turn away from NASCAR. That's the end of their days. They're furious and pissed off and they're done. <laughs> What I find most interesting, though, is the fact that so NASCAR fans are very disappointed in NASCAR for removing the Confederate flag or not allowing people to carry the Confederate flag. Um, now, no NASCAR official things uh, had the Confederate flag for many years, but fans were allowed to bring them, especially in Alabama at Talladega. Um, when they roll in their RVs and they sit on the infield, they could have their flagpoles up with the American flag, yep. their favorite driver's number, and yep. the Confederate flag. Um, now, that means that they're not allowed to do that. And yet, all NASCAR fans are now revolting against this idea, even though earlier this year, the Marines stopped having the Confederate flag being allowed. They're considering changing um, bases named after Confederate soldiers, um, changed to, to non-Confederate soldiers. Uh, you know, this this it's a big thing, but these people aren't going crazy about that. I, I mean, I saw someone go full boomer the other day and started going, oh, you know, how dare they do that? I'm going to drive up and down in front of the, the, the racetrack with my Confederate flags out my windows just to show them that I don't care and I'm not going to watch. And it's like, blah, 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 I'm doing this and that and that. I just can't believe that people are so hung up about this thing, especially when it's a flag that, you know, represents basically a loser. They lost. So I don't understand what's going on. Drew, your thoughts? I find it really funny that 
they believe that that it's acceptable to have it just just because they from okay obviously we we are not american uh, but from what we see of americans and particularly um mm. americans from that part of america they seem to be very proud of their heritage it, it seems yeah. to be something ingrained in the in the culture they're very proud of their heritage so one would think they would be very aware of what the Confederate flag represents and the role played by the Confederate army and their place in American history. At what point do they consider that that is still acceptable in today's world? Now, like... I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And, and the problem is that there's there's such a... The, the fact that it's almost a world within itself down there in the southern states, and it they're is. so they're they're so hung up on this thing and and what the beliefs are, and they're so unwilling to acknowledge the link between the Confederate flag and the desire to have well the Confederate states and the desire to have slavery. Basically, a lot of people say no, it had nothing to do with that. No, it it did have a lot to do with that. That that's one of the reasons why they went to war with the northern states, and they lost. Um, yep. What I what I hate is the fact that there is no acknowledgement of that, but they want to have their flag and what it represents and blah, 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 blah. It re- represents their states, etc., etc., etc. It's like, you are treasoning against your country, the United States, yet somehow that's fine? Like, why is that okay? I... Who knows? I, I, I find the whole thing really funny, but I think, you know, a, a lot of us here do like to have a, a good giggle at this sort of thing. But yeah. re- realistically, I, you can't wave your Confederate flag and oh yeah, I'm 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 a pro America when you're waving a flag mm. for a, an army that went to war with your country. Well, I, well, I love this, Drew. This is um, a post between two people, basically on the NASCAR on Fox Facebook page. Um, some person named Connie Bailey was very obsessed with, with the idea of having the flag. And this guy said, um, uh, this guy responded to something that Connie had posted and said, yes, fly a flag that represents treason to America and fought for the right to have slaves. Yep. Makes sense. Cause you are a disgrace. And the <laughs> response was, the response was Brian, educate yourself because you are. And then here we go. We're going into caps. Totally wrong. I male so basically i think this person named connie is actually a, a guy but anyway i uh, wait i male am no disgrace am patriotic american who chooses to keep my rights and freedoms no one has the authority to take those from me and jesus is watching and he is not hiring assistant to help judge anyone be blessed all the same block to you now goodbye that was all in caps so you can tell some people are getting really <laughs> unimpressed with this. You know what? It might make NASCAR a little more um, uh, family friendly. <laughs> well, they're convinced that a lot of people have left. They're convinced that that basically oh. everyone has packed up and is no longer watching. Cool. But uh, I think that uh, I, I very much watching. I love NASCAR. I'm, I, I have no issues with it. At oh all. yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll I be tuning in on Foxtel. Yeah, why not? Yep. I mean, come on, it's it's hilarious. I just want to see if there's going to be any honestly kind of outrage. And I, and I said this to you uh, yesterday. That if I want to see the Confederate flag, I'm just going to go back and watch the Dukes of Hazard. That's 
Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, I think you were mentioning, Drew, that Dukes of Hazards has now disappeared off the shelf. Yeah, well, this was a weird thing. I As soon as I read the article, because my immediate thought, when I think of the Confederate flag, I think of it being um, sitting on top of the General Lee, the the charger from the Dukes of Hazard, And I... Just, just on a whim, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go on JB Hi-Fi's website and see if I can find the Dukes of Hazard. And lo and behold, there was no trace of it. Not even the film that came out in 2005. Nothing. It's, it's as if it just doesn't exist. And I know for a fact that they had previously had all the seasons sold individually and as a box set that Mm. they sold the movie on DVD. I've never seen a Blu-ray release, but it's always been on DVD. There was even a made-for-TV movie prequel that was also on DVD. Like, it's all disappeared Mm. completely. Mm. No, I can't believe that this happened. Yeah. What a strange one. But, you know... Very weird. Now, Drew... Drew, I don't know where what I don't know what's happened to Bianca, but I'm assuming she's fallen asleep. To be honest, honestly, I could see that happening. Uh, well, ac- according to our chat, she's still in here and connected. Yeah, I, yeah, she's somewhere. I think I heard a snore a little while ago. But to be honest, so. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, we have to move on to our sick hint of the week. We do. Now I have absolutely no idea who should get it or who deserves it. Um, um should we, I, I don't know, should we give it to one of the topics that we've discussed? Um, yeah, maybe, who's that? Maybe NASCAR. I would love to give it to Bianca, I'd love to give it to Bianca falling asleep, but she's already won it before. Yeah, perhaps NASCAR yeah, for, NASCAR. for taking the, <laughs> just... yeah, give it to NASCAR for, for taking the leap and basically, basically ostracizing about 40% of their fan base who are so far up. Sorry, did you say 40 or 4? <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know what it is. Well, now it's going to be about 4%, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, whatever. Look, yep, NASCAR, congratulations. You are sick Kent of the week for this week. Yep. Um, and that brings us to the end of the episode, except for one thing. We've got something called, I don't know, I, I think the working title of the name is called What the Quote. Yes, What the Quote. I, I think we'll stick I, with that. Yeah, so it's basically what we want to do is we want it to, to, to end on a quote. Now, it's a quote from a movie. We're not going to tell you what it well, movie, TV show, song, whatever it's going to be. This week it is from a movie, I can tell you. I won't be so generous with the hints next time. Um, what we want you to do is either tweet us or um, message us on Facebook or reach out to us in any way possible that you want to, even on SoundCloud if you need to. However you want to, as a five-star review, perhaps, on uh, Spotify (laughs) or Apple Podcasts. But anyway, we want you to tell us what this quote is from and who says it. The quote this week, it's a short one, it's simple, it is, not to mention the pincers, and that's the quote. So let us know, reach out to us, it's Cat Street, uh, K-A-T-S-T, hashtag K-A-T-S-T. Yep. Uh, or reach out to us on our Kent and the Steering Team Twitter handle page um, or Facebook page yep. and let us know what that quote is from. Drew, thank you. Thank you, Phil, and thank you, Bianca. Wherever you are, thank you. <laughs> thank you for 
you made it through most of it. Yep. I appreciate We're it. We're proud. <laughs> I, I, I guess, you know what's fantastic? It is not the first time that I've put her to sleep with conversations, so... Uh, no, me either. It's good to know that I have that. Yeah, it's good to know that I have that effect, or that we have that effect. And look, we've been told in the past that we put people to sleep with our podcast. So yes. it's, it's good to know that if you're ever struggling with street asleep, listen out to listen to Kent and Steering Team and put you to sleep. Anyway, that's the end of the show. How do we end the podcast? 